0: Are your host This is Nicole. And Armani here. Dexter here. And a few weeks back, Armani suggested that we check out P-Valley on Stars. It was one of your sleeper shows. And by the time we started watching it, there was like, what, six episodes already, Dexter? Five, six episodes? Yeah. Okay. We binge watched those. And then we were, we were, hooked. We were hooked. Like, it's kind of... Mm-hmm. From episode
1: one, right off the bat.
0: Okay, so Armani, since this was your Sleeper pick. You go ahead and tell us what you thought about it first.
1: The overall show, or I, I take th- us on a grand tour of Chokalisa. <laughs> <Chuck-a-Lisa. laughs> Straight to the paint. I. It's about a strip club that is operating in Chokalisa, Mississippi, and they're trying to stay afloat. While going against some big investors that are trying to buy out the club and build a casino on that land. And through it, we're introduced to a lot of different characters, a lot of different situations going on.
0: The owner of The Pink, where this takes place at, Uncle Leonard. Uncle Clifford. Uncle Clifford. Why do I keep calling him?
1: <laughs> I did that before.
0: I called him Uncle Leonard. Is a gay man who dresses as a woman. So, you know what? He. he I don't want to even say he's in drag because... He's always presenting as one. It, and the show does go between dressing as one. Yeah, and someone called him. Someone said you said him one time and corrected it to she or said something about. He corrected somebody one time. So we'll just say, I don't know. She. Say, we'll just they, she. They. say. They. They them is probably the best pronoun. We're not going to stay in that. It's going to keep slipping because this was not talked about before. So this is just an on-the-cuff what pronouns we're about to use to address Uncle Clifford? So we'll just here and not. Anyway, so you got the strippers. So you got Mercedes, the main stripper. Yeah, like the headliner. OG. Yes, the OG. You got Mississippi. Miss
1: M I crooked letter, crooked letter
0: I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. Um, she is. We get her backstory. Basically, she's being abused by
1: her boyfriend. Her white. Boyfriend, yeah, <laughs> extra white. He ain't even like a little white. He like extra. White. He country white, like probably racist white. Uh-huh.
0: Probably racist. Probably why he beats on her because he's low key like racist. It says she has mad kids, but we've only seen one kid, like the baby that she'd bring to the club. Because Mercedes, I think one time made a comment about all of them kids, or mm-hmm. somebody made a comment about all them kids. All rounding right, out, right. rounding out the trifecta is Gigi, Gidget. Gidget. So of course you gotta have a white girl in the strip club in Mississippi. Gidget's claim to fame is she has really nice legs. I didn't think her legs were all that though, but <laughs> <laughs> her legs was mad basic. Yo. <laughs> I mean, did you think her legs were anything special? Nah.
2: But oh. nah, but it's not I'm sure she didn't get casted for her legs. You no, know, they just that's just something that was written. I'm sure she just got casted because she fit the part. You know, she didn't have to actually strip. And she, you know, she probably got casted for her talking. So (laughs) I'm sure her legs probably didn't have a lot to do with it. She doesn't have her own arc in the show, so.
0: Not a really fleshed out arc, but I could see season we get a little bit more of her. Rounding out the pink cast, for the most part, you have Diamond, who is the Drake-esque bouncer. I guess. (laughs)
1: A (laughs) light-skinned emotional. You know how y'all do. I'm trying to take Mississippi out the club. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I can't see him. I know him from something else, so I see a little differently. I can't see him as this tough bouncer Marine guy. First of all, his name is Diamond, and that's weird. Well, that's fine though. However, he was on Haves and Have Nots, and he was the
0: good.
1: Didn't you? No, you mm-hmm. yeah, that was Greenleaf. a Tyler Perry,
0: yeah. How do you watch one of them old country black folk church
1: And shows? Greenleaf is coming back <laughs> today, oh, season five. Oh. Anyway. Um,
0: <laughs> we, shade? Yeah, it's a lot of sh- If you want to go back over all my Greenleaf shade, it's somewhere mm-hmm. mixed in episodes where Armani randomly talks about Greenleaf.
2: <laughs> Got it.
0: We, we have... Autumn Night. We haven't gotten Autumn. Autumn is last. We're talking about the main beginning, who was already at the Pink before Autumn got there. And then there's (laughs) the security guard guy. What was his name? Big L. Big L, who is security as well at the Pink. And I don't think any of the other strippers really had names that are memorable. Does anybody remember any of the other strippers' names? No, they didn't have storylines. All right, so that was our main. We then get introduced to Autumn Knight, who is running from something. Her past. Basically, she's running from a man who it's pretty easy to tell early on. He's beating her ass. She decides to hide out in a strip club. But she has strip club skills. She has strip coming. though So it's not like she didn't know what she was doing. And that I found that interesting at first. I was like, wait, why did she
1: already? Mm, she kind of had that, like, I could be a stripper. Like, I can move to the rhythm kind of thing at first. Because she didn't know how to strip on a pole. They had to trying to.
0: If you've ever... What was that show? Like, Beyond the Pole not all strippers know how to strip like we're, like there are some strippers who just dance and then there are some who are pole workers not everybody is a pole worker
2: i agree with both of you especially armani in the sense of yeah she they showed that she she probably felt like she was confident enough to move a certain way which she is you know see what she does however like you said she's not for the pole
1: yeah <laughs> you know what so. i mean I, huh so I feel like it was high-key, one of those, like, you got that pretty light-skinned girl. Exactly. Right off that.
2: Like. Exactly. I mean, that they was, they make so sure much that much. they put that out there a yeah. lot.
0: Yeah, they, that was that was said a lot. Like, oh, you think you light-skinned, so you give a lot of shit.
2: So. It's worth noting that OG and Mississippi are not light-skinned.
0: Yes, they are very beautiful brown-skinned women. Yes, they are. So Mississippi got trying to get out get the club, trying to retire. She's planning for retirement. She saved up 20 Gs that she lent to Mercedes, her mo- Mercedes. Mercedes, Mercedes, you're right? They're trying to get out the club. God, I hate when I <laughs> really hate when I say the wrong. Anyway, so Mercedes is trying to get out the club. She's trying to retire. She's got twenty thousand dollars that she saved up and she gave to her mama to whole.
1: Okay. Mhm. What rule number one of the pink? Let the pink be a stepping stone, not your tombstone. <laughs> you gotta get up out the club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: snap. all right all right that's funny where they said that part at
0: (laughs) there was a bunch of uncle clifford had a bunch of little like gems that they was dropping oh i really wish we had actually wrote them down
1: Uh uh-huh what he said he said no coins in the uh, no coins in the g-string just dollars
0: yeah yeah there's a lot of great little clifford uncle clifford euphemisms spread out through this thing that mississippi actually dropped quite often to people but So we get Mercedes' storyline. Again, we've got Mississippi trying
1: to kind of come up and Autumn Night running away. It's also noted that she did lose her daughter in a hurricane that happened right before, I guess, the show took place.
2: That's what I was about to say. I'm like, wh- where did she come from? She was in the hurricane.
1: Yeah, and she her,
0: up. And she doesn't know where the baby is or the baby's gone. The baby died.
1: Yeah, the baby died.
0: Yeah, the baby died in the flood. They were trapped in a flood. The car, I guess, got swept away in a river or something like that, and the baby died.
2: Where did y'all get that context from? Where, where was, I was watching, I was in the bathroom? Uh,
0: okay. she had a talk did they show a the scene? scene?
2: Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. she had
0: a conversation with Mercedes when they were in the house, because Mercedes had was trying to get her daughter back, and had a room set up, and she told Mercedes that. Now, I will tell Got you, it. that conversation in the bedroom, I thought the dude she was running from had her daughter, when that conversation happened initially, is what I thought. However, at the very end, all right, before we get to the end, we also got Lil Murder who wants to be a rapper, okay? Comes to the pink with his crew, dropping his songs, and they're slow. They're not good.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you can't just drop off. that like that. Yeah. Girl, don't know what like that's is. daily lingo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he He went in there, he paid somebody to play his record, and they Mercy. played it. Mercedes okay. looked over at the DJ and said, boy, if you don't, he took it off. And then he realized that he had trash,
0: which they call slaw. 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 Yes. Don't nobody want to hear that slaw. We get Lil Murder and Uncle Clifford interacting. And we quickly find out that Lil Murder got a thing from Uncle Clifford. We get this undercover romance that has to be hidden and he's like oh i want to take you out and clifford's like no we can't go out nowhere baby like do you know what happens to gay people who go out in mississippi they die they go missing they get beat up and he's all like no typical typical one person's been living the life one person's new to the life story love storyline like i want to be out and loud but they're just really naive so that was the like the start of the relationship or the whole relationship essentially with Uncle Clifford and Murder. we knew like you know where that ends.
1: And and the sad thing is, it's like you want it to work out, but you also want better for Uncle Clifford. You I want it better for Little Murder. I wanted better better for Uncle Clifford. I mean, Uncle Clifford's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we knew he was gonna be. The pink is they're trying to buy the pink.
0: So you got this other dude running around who's in town. What was his name? Andre. Andre. I didn't like. I didn't like looking at him. Every time he was on screen, I did not want to watch. I did not enjoy this man's acting or his face. He seemed really out of place.
1: Yeah. And I think that was kind of intentional with the whole they were trying to make it seem like he was fighting between living in Mississippi and living in Atlanta. Chuck Lisa wasn't supposed to be his home, quote unquote. He, he damn sure didn't belong there. <laughs> his cat
0: I'm I'm just saying like
2: Why I'm,
1: didn't you like him? I'm, <laughs>
2: I, I, don't, I didn't have any feelings around him. That's why I'm just asking, like, why did you feel so...
0: Anti-Andre?
2: Yeah. What'd he do? He seemed... <laughs> I don't know. He seemed
0: like the... He's... The... He's. If there was no Andre, there would be no show. Definitely. I mean, obviously, we, we, get, the, we get the whole point of his character. And maybe... I don't want to sit here and talk about someone's physical appearance and like they was like ugly. But, Kava, I think his cat they casted someone who was such a contrast to like little murder was beefy the way he carried himself every other dude on this show i guess just had maybe because he was so skinny <laughs> like everybody else on this show just had weight to him as far as all of the men on the show so it's it was like, like this little thing. creepy slimy bastard who's trying to you know steal the paint just they casted, I guess, someone. I guess they casted him
1: well. And he was unnecessarily just cheating on his wife the whole
0: show. With a stripper he just met. That, I felt, was kind of for The oh relationship with what, what? You
2: don't think so? <laughs> it's just very interesting to hear y'all talk about how he, how, that's, that's something typical. And that's something that doesn't get shown on television a lot. That is typical right there. He has a good woman at home. And he meets somebody mm-hmm. here. And he come on, man, you've seen him. He's he's pleasuring himself. He's literally in a hotel room going through it. Instead of him going home to go see his girl, he's messing with this person that he has no business dealing with. That's very typical. I don't know. Y'all saying that it's not like I'm it seems extremely typical for somebody to be in that particular situation, especially the square that you guys are painting him out to be. It's perfect. Because you got a good woman at home and you out here messing with this girl that's going to destroy your life.
0: No, you, I mean, it's very.
2: <laughs> like she's going <laughs> to destroy your life. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be messed up. There will be consequences from dealing with this person. And look, the consequences have already happened.
0: You're right. I, I I'm speaking to the, I'm not speaking to the writing of the show because that is very, I guess, on par. Like that, it makes sense. We, we understand why it was written and things like that. It was. It's a driving factor for the story. Yes. And I didn't like him. Like I didn't like him. I, like, I, obviously he's a you know plot point, driving force. And if, like you just said, if there was no him, there'd be no story. So not speaking from a writing aspect of it that it was trash. I just don't like him. Like I didn't like him.
2: I get it. He uh, didn't have no had no grown man beard. I got it.
1: Exactly.
0: Got Diamond it. beard. Big L beard. Uncle Clifford. Weird. <laughs> 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 this old baby face mofo <laughs> is running around here getting on my nerves anyway mercedes story so mercedes gave her mom twenty thousand dollars to hide in the church fund her mother was the worst human being on the planet
1: i don't understand why she gave that woman her money in the first place if i have to pay you off weekly to leave me alone outside my place of business i don't trust you Mercedes' mom was an
0: overtly church-going, southern lady who shows up at the club telling Mercedes how she's going to hell, and she's the devil, and does that whole fucking dramatic blame-me-or-take-me bullshit while Mercedes coming out with two bags of money. Mercedes hands her the money, and she shuts the fuck up. I was just like, yo, this woman is the most toxic person ever and you start to see why Mercedes we don't see at least this show at this point doesn't show Mercedes dark troubled past we get her trying to get out of the club we do find out she has a daughter that she had with some dude who's dead and the daughter's living with
1: the guy's ex-wife the guy's wife yeah
0: they got custody and she's trying to have a relationship with her she's trying to get this dance team built very what was that dance show that also took place in this bring it was it bring it yeah, bring it. Very brilliant esque. So she's trying to get this dance gym started with his dance team, and her daughter's on the dance team, and that's how she gets to spend time with her daughter. So great story there. But her mother is a fucking piece of food. Right when Mercedes is about to do her last dance, mom takes the money. Mom was supposed to go get her the money to bring it back to her because they were applying for a loan. She gave the money to her mom because the church was trying to get a loan. And they needed to put so much down and show they had so much in the bank. That's the reason why she gave her mom the money. Mom was supposed to go get checked bring it back to her. And mom decides, I got my own plan and takes Mercedes money, buys Mercedes building. That was sad. And they got into a fight and they ended up in jail together.
1: I had to beat her up too. (laughs)
2: It was the worst thing that you could possibly do in any situation. That mom, she's something else in every way. You know what I mean? Because she's being used at church by the pastor and then she's using mercedes but then she's exploiting the pastor because he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing and then turns around and catches the holy ghost and decides you know what i I should be a pastor right now and get my own church zero regard for that baby and the fact that she saved up twenty thousand dollars she lucky that she ain't catch a body yeah Cause I just don't understand. How could you do that to your your child? And how could you how could I let you hold some money and then you use it for yourself and take the thing, which is the the actual place? Could you imagine that? Yo, I'm saving up for this car. Then you decide, you know what, I'm gonna take your money and buy that car.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know I'm, I'm gonna buy that car. Nah. Or we decide, you know, we're gonna do something with it. and you just go and do it yourself. That, that's just out of line. It was just out of line. Most out of line thing I've seen from a mom in a long time on TV. I still, it's it, it almost makes it. it's almost makes it stupid.
0: Um, no, because I think,
2: who is doing that?
0: Well, I think it goes to show you that sometimes the most church going, Bible quoting people are some of the dirtiest and most
1: jacked up. Because she did say God told me to take this money and buy God. my church.
2: T- I prayed on it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yeah, that was interesting and crazy. So Little Murder gets his music together and actually comes up with a good song, a couple good songs. Because after Mercedes can't
1: retire and has to come back to the Pink. Um, well, actually, his first song that took off was when Mercedes couldn't do her dance and yeah. they had Mississippi go on in her place. True
0: that. Actually, the night was those supposed to be Mercedes' last dance. She was she spent in jail with her mother. And and Mississippi got to go on and perform to Lil Murder's song, which he got into a fight that night and got kicked out of the club. So he couldn't even be in the pink when his song was played. So he's outside like, that's my song playing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What a bad day for Mercedes, now that I think about it. Because that was supposed to be her last day. That was supposed to be her big money. Like, she probably made, maybe not 20000 but she probably made quite a grip. She would have made quite a grip that day. Because mm-hmm. Mississippi came up.
0: It sure did. This was one of... Okay, so just kind of speeding this along because we got a lot to talk about. For this show, for a first season, it's not... Like, it's it's pretty predictable, would you all say? That it's pretty predictable? Like, you know... Once you get to, like, maybe episode three, you know where this is going. You know... You get the gist of the land's trying to be brought up. Some... Who, the question is, who's going to buy the PN and save it? Is it going to be Mercedes? Is it going to be Autumn? Because Autumn's running this whole money scheme that we see while this is going on. And we find out she's stealing money from someone. Or not even somebody. You know it's the dude who she's running. She's taking his money. She thinks she's getting away with it. She thinks she's hiding. Because she thinks the guy's dead. She thought he was dead. That's right. Because she shot him. She thought he was dead. So she's thinking she's getting this money. So it quickly becomes easy to think that Mercedes and Autumn are going to team up and save the pink.
1: I thought it was going to be autumn from the moment they showed her taking all that money out. Uh, but I don't understand why she didn't just buy it when it was $54,000. Instead of the two
0: seventy five, $250,000. Okay. Hold on. I'm <laughs> false. <laughs> we get there. Uh, Autumn's dude shows up. He's not dead. He shows up at the club. Again, very predictable scene. He shows up. We knew he would show up at the club. It was in that scene where she said the baby was dead. Because she told him that the little girl died while she was trying. Because he made a comment, her and Mercedes, or to Mercedes, about how he took care of Autumn. And he cared about that baby. And that's when Autumn said she died while I was trying to get away from you. So that's where we get the confirmation the baby's dead at that point. Fight ensues, shots ring out, all hell breaks loose on the last two. Mississippi, we think, is going to finally stand up to her white boy who's beating her ass. Because <laughs> after, perform- yeah. after her performance, he threatens her. but kind of rolling back because I just skipped over. Mississippi's performance when Mercedes was locked up was probably one of the best scenes, shot scenes of this i think it was that scene where they turned the music off or down really low
1: mm-hmm. and you could just hear like the stripper
0: yes you could, like just hear her breathing you heard her moving like you heard yeah pool. that was the second time they did that that was really well done like that was good
1: i like they, they
2: had mercedes do that uh earlier when you first saw mercedes really get it in she went And she climbed to the top and they turned the music off and she was up there. You could hear like the (laughs) and you realize how much she really had to do to stay up there and be literally she had her feet on the ceiling. You know what I mean? And acting like she was on the floor. She was killing it. And I was what are they doing? And then at first, when I first saw it, I was about to fall. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm pleased please don't fall. And she didn't <laughs> fall. Then they turn the music back on and I was like, oh. So they just showing you how hard it is up there to do what it is that they do. Yes. It's it's worth noting that Mississippi, the person that they have stripping for her is, she's something special. She's an acrobat up there.
0: She really is. It's it's almost ballet on the pole,
2: which for is real.
0: cool. It, it is. It's presumably ballet on that damn pole. The body doubles who, for Mississippi and Mercedes, are both Profession and digit, all three of them in particular, because I think that those three were noted are prof- are pretty famous professional pole dancers, performers, artists. To be real, with. like it's fucking art, what they were doing. <laughs> so those three are pretty well, I guess, known for for what they do, and it makes sense that they would get professional body doubles for them. But yeah, so I, I did appreciate that they took time to really take notice of how hard those ladies worked to do what they were doing. And I feel like the reason that was done is because it should also be noted that this show was created by a woman, Victoria Hall. Every episode is directed by a different female director. I don't think we get this show if it was not done by women. Like, we don't get the care that we got. There's a lot of care was put into the P-Valley. As, far I agree. as the story... Uncle Clifford, how he took care of the women in that club. I don't. We wouldn't have got this show if it wasn't done by
2: one. I think it's worth noting that because they're in Mississippi and because Uncle Clifford is there at the top, it's a different environment. This isn't King of Diamonds. This isn't you know some place in Houston or Miami or you know or you know this crazy place in Memphis. Like yeah, and even you know what I mean. It's none of these places. It's some place. In oddball Mississippi, and they're just trying to keep their keep things afloat. You know what I'm saying? And you see a lot of stuff that like. It's a lot of attention to detail, and in, in that sense, they kept making fun of this dude, uh, Fubu Brown Jersey. They did it twice, you know he what I mean? And I was just, and that's probably what you would see, you know what I mean? In Mississippi, I'm not saying people from Mississippi wear Fubu. I'm just saying that I'm sure you would see somebody looking crazy in the strip club and just looking like an eyeball. Doing, you got a Fubu Jersey. It's 2020. However, it's just that interesting that the way that they did the show, because it's in Mississippi, and because Uncle Clifford is the, you don't see the abuse that you would see, I think, if you had a male being at the top.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it wasn't as, I guess, sexualized as you would think a show focused on a strip club would be, mm-hmm. which is something I appreciated.
0: Yeah, Again, because it was a female writing team, and it was a female-led show i think it's why we got that for sure so end of the se- end of the season diamond shoots no uh mercedes is it that mercedes him?
1: Mercedes- i'm guessing with how rough she was looking on that last episode
0: There was a big old fight in that room the dude who autumn was running from ends up dead mercedes tries to go to her mom because she got beat up pretty bad in that scene like in that room and she's traumatized so she tries to go to her mom and like hey you know what I just I, God give second chances? Her mother looked at her and was like, yep, he gives third and fourth. But you go pray to your God. Because I'm dead to you. And walked away from her.
1: I was like, whole, I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. I didn't expect it either. How are you going to take her money and still be mad that she was mad?
0: Man, I tell you, that woman is going to. There's a special place in hell for her. For sure.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Once again, take her ass back to prank. prince. <laughs> <laughs> <He> never... <laughs> And Somebody made that comment, it's like you ain't never gonna have your last dance. <laughs> um, I think Uncle Clifford said it when she came back, actually, in that last episode. And then, in the pre, I thought it was awesome that in the preview, they show everyone getting dressed up in black for a funeral, so it almost made it seem like one of the dancers I thought died in that final episode like some shootout was gonna happen, and one of the girls were gonna get killed. They were dressing up to go to the funeral of the pink, like they dressed up in black, like they were going to a funeral. To attend the auction of the club is why they were dressed. Um,
2: Mississippi.
0: <laughs> we we didn't mention that Loretta Devine is in the show. She plays Uncle Clifford, Uncle Clifford's very accepting grandmother who is blind.
1: Mm-hmm. And who had passed the club down to Clifford.
0: Yeah, so she was the original owner of this strip club. Thought that was awesome as well. So it, was it was a juke joint at first. It was a juke joint. Love that concept of that staying in the family and her passing it. And the fact that she was just very accepting of her grandson who she knew she said he came into the world gay and that was funny when she was talking about that. But anyway, they're in there doing the auction and Autumn shows up with this money. I agree, the fact that she overpaid for the pink. The auction started at 55k and she like jumped it up hella high, hella quick. Once it went to 200,000 and then she went to 250. She could have went to
1: 225. She
0: didn't <laughs> even go. To, she didn't even go to 250. Cause he was already sweating at
1: 200 and scrambling. Yeah, cause he wasn't supposed to go over 200 without his investors' permission. She didn't know that, though. No, she didn't know that. But I do feel
0: like at a certain cause I think didn't she raise it up twice before he even had a chance to say something? Mm-hmm. I feel because like, I feel like at that point they should have ran it back and been like, "Did you even have that money? Uh-huh. If not, then she shouldn't have had to pay more than that." I think it was like 225. There was something weird in that auction, and I was just like, mm, I don't even feel like she should have to pay that much based on the way she bid it. I don't know, it's fucking weird.
1: I think how auctions work, you pay the price that was bid before you if you have the money to buy over. Cause I know you don't exactly pay the highest price when you bid. So you're trying to say like maybe she would only have to pay like the two hundred? Yeah. Like what she beat him out at. Or no, not what she beat him out at, but where he stopped. His limit, his low. She would pay that. Uh, I don't know.
0: But whatever. She overpaid for the paint. Point blank. <laughs> she paid too damn much for it. Again, we knew that they were going to end up owning it, and so she's partners with Uncle Clifford. Partners.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, that's not my
0: partner. <laughs>
1: Uncle Clifford ain't putting in nothing. <laughs> I ain't
2: putting in on this. <laughs> partners? Nah, that's called, that's called I'm smoking you out. Like, <laughs> I bought this, and you get to come here and help me. <laughs> nah. I get to kick you out at any given time. You better play nice, Clifford.
0: Yeah, she definitely could take that. I guess you're right. She's the boss. She is the boss now.
2: But she I does. understand what y'all. I understand what you're saying in in the sense of partners, rather, because I don't run a strip club. You do. Mm-hmm. We're gonna treat like a partnership. That will be a problem.
0: Ooh. Okay. Let's talk about that. So overall, Dexter, how did you feel about season one of P Valley?
2: It was a cool show. I mean, I have I have some gripes, however. Not necessary. I-, I liked the fact that uh, I wish I would have got on because it's, I don't know what it is about Sunday television. I-, I guess all primetime premium TV is released on Sunday nights, I guess. All of the original series that come out because HBO does it, stars, I guess. I guess everybody does it on Sunday nights. However, I appreciate it. I like how, you know, Power every week. We got something that pretty much everybody. Watches and P Valley seemed to be something that could have been that. It only has seven episodes, but it was interesting. You know, I got some gripes, like I said, but I thought it was real dope. I like it. I can't wait for season two to see, you know, what they're gonna do.
0: Armani,
1: I loved it. Um, I can't wait for season two.
0: Okay, cause definitely going into season two, we don't know where uh, Mississippi is, cause after she left, like she just left with her abusive white boyfriend, so we don't know Mississippi's status. I think she's just going to go back to the pink. We're going to see. <laughs> if she come back, She coming back with broken limbs. That would ask for damn sure she mm-hmm. went home with that fool. she not coming back. Oh, yeah,
1: because he was upset about her dancing. Oh, we forgot to mention how Mercy- Mississippi was basically Lil Murder's beard.
0: Yes, his- yes,
1: Mississippi came Lil Murder's.
0: Watch the show. Like At this point, I think we've spoiled another it for it to be enjoyable and you know you'll be able to like watch it so it's definitely worth watching to get watched to so fill in some of those little details we don't know where mississippi is if she's gonna come back or if she's alive she's gonna be back but she can be fucked up
2: so be she fun was fun. last seen with the gun on dude right
0: yes that's last we've seen her when she pulled the gun on diamond and told him to get off of her abusive boyfriend the autumns dude had mentioned that he was in a gang in that room, it was noted a lot that he was in a gang. The name of that gang was thrown around a lot. So it's pretty safe to assume they're going to come looking for their money. So that, I think, is going to be the uh, the problem. That's, yeah, that's going to be the problem that runs through Season 2 is this gang wants their money back. Like, y'all, this this is our club. It's not your club because that wasn't your money. So I think that's what we're going to see come into play. Uh, mercedes you know she ever get her last dance (laughs) (laughs) find out on season two of p valley it's yeah i think it was it was notated somewhere else that the show should have been longer could have got more but i guess you know when you take a chance on something that you don't totally know it's like all right we'll give you x amount episodes to convince us seven episodes to convince us that you should have a season and here's seven episodes of tv and x amount of dollars and that's what they did but i think they did a really good job with that first season i think season two will probably be longer for sure i think part of the issue is before power what was anyone watching on stars was anybody fucking with stars before power
1: Mm-mm. dexter was the last no that was on Showtime. that was on showtime
0: yes yeah, so stars before power stars wasn't really an it channel to have and during Power, I think it became the norm to, as soon as Power went off, everybody canceled their Stars membership. Because literally, they were only watching it for Power. So, P Valley kind of got snuck in on the. Oh, wait, Power ended.
1: Luther was on. Luther? Yeah, Luther was on Stars. Luther what? What, Eater's on? Uh, yeah. That's a BBC show. Oh, well, it, it says it's on Stars. I'm looking at the Stars. Yeah, but
0: that's not a Stars original. That wasn't a Stars BBC conjunction. Because I'm pretty sure that was like out on Hulu, or, I mean, Netflix.
1: And it you was just watched it on first. the BBC, huh? It was on Netflix first, but I it yeah, did no. get pulled though when
0: S.T.A.R.S. broke off on Netflix. Yeah, but I if you got the BBC, you was watching it on the BBC. Who? No one was really waiting for it to get to Netflix anyway. <laughs> just talking about S.T.A.R.S. original series. Like, what were you subscribe? No one was subscribing to S.T.A.R.S. for Luther three
2: S.T.A.R.S. had Survivors after, but all of that was After Power, I believe. I think they stuck that like before After Power. Okay. American Gods came out After Power. Spartacus, American Gods. Spartacus, Spartacus.
0: Okay, so oh, you okay? Then so then there was some shows on there, and yeah, they they definitely ran it in between the power thing though. So you're right. Okay. But this was their next big show. Yeah, I think I think it has the ability to because there's not I don't know what else is on. I personally don't know what else. Like I don't check for stars. Like um, you don't hear that much about stars. So I think it makes sense that we didn't find out about it until five six episodes in so now we're probably committed to stars because power is back power book two started and the first episode was good I liked it Armin did you watch it no
1: nah, I don't think I'm gonna watch it I don't like that little boy to read
0: um <laughs> all right so, you get into Kate no nah,
1: I'm just gonna I'm gonna do what I did with power and I'm just gonna wait till I get a couple seasons in seasons yeah I only watched like the last three of the power and like everything? yeah, like, just everything. Like I got a pretty good understanding. Like you missed me some really great shit, man. I okay. saw highlights on Twitter. You,
2: <laughs> you watch. should watch this one. I hate Tariq too. You should watch it. You realize that you only hate Tariq because of Ghost. his parents, yeah, and because of because like the way that they painted him, him was just it was terrible. But this seems like. It just seems like an entire new show, and it feels like they took away everything that I hated about the show. They took away. Are we about to talk about that show? We
0: sure are. That was that was a transition. That was the smoothest transition ever. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> I thought I thought it was good, man. I actually, and I had no expectations from it whatsoever. I too, I hate, I uh, I hate, I hated Angela, but more than anybody, I hated Ghost. I, I mean, I thought Ghost was one of the worst characters ever. So. Even though I didn't want to watch the last season of Power, I did. But y'all think y'all felt bad with Game of Thrones? Man, talk about feeling bad with, because he's terrible. He's just, the way that they character develop, the way that they develop characters is just bad.
0: The last season of Power was definitely hate watching, for sure. Like at that point, no one was watching it because they loved it. They watched it because I've already invested. X amount of seasons of my life into this. I just gotta watch how this train wreck basically.
1: See, look, I feel like me jumping into it at the end, I had a different outlook. Like, I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but I guess I also would understand why people didn't like Ghost, because I was like, okay, he just doing what he gotta do. Ain't nobody gonna get in his way. Okay. But I see. <laughs> yeah,
0: nah. But, okay, so, in the Tariq development, though, it is also worth mentioning that when Power started, he was a young kid. Don't think this kid's ever really acted in anything. So part of what you hated about Tariq was the fact that he was annoying because he couldn't act. He was just a made or that he was just that good of an actor because he was an annoying child the entire series. Like, you're looking at him whining about how his life is terrible, but you live in this penthouse with all— the Granted, money don't make kids happy, bottom line. But he acted like Ghost wasn't around. Like, his dad was there. You had your dad. You Your parents were just breaking up. Your, it, he was the product of a divorce, a shitty divorce. Did you watch the whole show? Yes. A lot of
2: people feel the way you feel. I don't feel that way. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about it. Yeah, you spoiled. Yeah, his dad was there physically, but his dad wasn't there mentally. His dad wasn't connecting with him. His dad, ain't, his dad provided, but he wasn't there. And when he needed to be there, he definitely, I believe that was a direct product of his dad's neglect. Mm. the way that he the way that that worked out because it would be mad times when he would when he would ask his dad be there for me i need you for this and he would tell him that he got other things to do or he had to do this or or the worst part he would just flip the script on him and act like what he was saying didn't even matter at the end of the day what he ended up doing was he ended up losing complete trust for pat i mean for uh for ghost in every way and every mm-hmm. single time he told him he would do something he almost never did it and then next thing you know he would find out that he was was with Angela and it's oh man you ain't come to my thing cuz you out there messing with or you ain't come to my thing cuz you out there with Tommy or you ain't come to my thing cuz you out there doing this then my then my sister dies and you still don't center yourself you still ain't there for me you still talking to me recklessly and then you mad that I'm talking to you recklessly
0: Yeah, his mouth was crazy to ghost at times.
2: I just didn't see, I just didn't appreciate me as a father and having boys. I really feel like he did much for his kid, except for what you're talking about. And if that's enough, then that's fine. If that's all you got to do is, you know, provide a roof over your head and get you things, get you the best stuff, then I I get it. Because I think that's that's like, that's TV happy, right?
0: No, I mean, that's definitely not enough. Setting the bar very low, (laughs) and that's not enough, for sure. But I guess I was kind of saying that just to say his acting has gotten (laughs) better. And I I feel like the fact that we're seeing a, I don't want to say an adult, but he's a more developed, older person. Because I love how they skipped high school. Like, I don't remember this kid going to school at all. And he's in college now. He's in college. And I feel like they're framing this show... To where Tariq is older, it's it's better suited. Like, I I like it. I was among the people who hated Tariq for so long. But I agree. I do like this. I think this will be a better... I think seeing him in this frame as a grown-up who kind of has shit to handle. He's got to juggle college. He's got to juggle. He's helping his kids. This athlete basically doing his homework for him because Tariq is that smart. So we're getting to see... Tariq is a smart young man. Like, he's not stupid. Book smart-wise, he's not stupid at all. He fumbled some things street smarts wise, but he got it. He's getting it together street smarts. So he's about to be a balanced ghost. The overall cast of this show. We've got Mary J. Blige playing his roommate's mom. Is married to some ex. Was he in a gang or gang leader? Is that what it's said? I
2: don't know. I just I just get that she a badass. Yes. He Googled why. She, she cookie lying. Yo,
0: know, she's better than cookie. <laughs> like, she, she, to her, she told her son, she's like, he's going to be back. You know what you got to do. She's got multiple kids. No, wait, that was his aunt. That wasn't his roommate's mom. That was his roommate's aunt. So his roommate's aunt and her kids, which she's got a son who's not afraid to kill somebody. We see somebody get murked by him in the first episode. Um, sh- She's got a daughter who is already making eyes with Tariq. So we see he's going to have a love triangle. He gonna have his own little triangle between two little two little girls.
2: He's got three girls. Ooh,
0: three? Where do you get three from?
2: He got the drug dealer girl from the first season. I mean from from Oh, you're
0: right. You're right. You're right. Then it's three. So, okay. he has got three girls who's got to be juggling. Yeah. We get, who's that little girl? She looks familiar, but i know. She
2: like she's in she was in a kid's sitcom or something. I know she was in that that movie, that Grace movie that we'd watch. She was the girl that got uh that committed suicide.
0: Oh, the drug dealer girl? Because the girl that died in grace is lights, and the drug dealer girl is the only light skin girl.
2: No, it's not. He met a girl, he got he met a girl.
0: Oh, yeah, her too. Okay, I forgot about her.
2: Yeah, there's a brown-skinned girl, there's her, and then there's the girl from the last season. Okay. But remember, what I'm saying is that uh, a girl from Grace or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the main character is Ryan Destin. However, the girl that she was best friends with that you find out that she had a relationship with that you killed herself because she was getting bullied or whatever, or something happened. But whatever, she was that was that girl. She was in something else. I'm about to find out. All
0: right. Well, you do that <laughs> while <Well>, you do. <laughs> We've got, because I was trying to get to IMDB, but I'll let you do it. Method Man is playing a lawyer that Tariq tricks into representing his mom, and I absolutely love that Method Man lawyer, as opposed to playing a gangster. I loved gangster Method Man in The Wire. I like lawyer Method Man better for
2: that. He's in that other show I'm watching, too. Uh, Bounty bounty Killer. Teenage Bounty Bounty Killers?
0: Bounty Hunters? hunters?
2: Uh Teenage Bounty Hunters. hunters. Yeah, that's what it's called.
0: All together, I think the first episode of Power Book 2 power or whatever, whatever they're calling it, is good. Like, you kept thinking Tasha was going to get out of jail. And they were like, nope, nope, nope. Um, you had just enough. You have just enough characters from Power to make that transition. Because you got Tamika, the ex-Attorney General Lady. You got the ADA or whatever his name is. Um, Saks. Saks is still around. So we still got Saks. You've just enough people to keep it going well. I will say this because I wasn't sure if that was her. His teacher, this chick, Melanie, this lady, Melanie Liburd, is a complete doppelganger for Cat Graham. I thought that was Cat Graham. I was like, oh, my girl's in a new show. And then I, she kept talking to like looked like Cat Graham. I like, is that her? Isn't she brown skin? I know they're they're this like you look at a picture of her and Cat Graham. And I thought they were the same freaking people. Honestly, And I didn't even know that wasn't Cat Graham until just now when I am it. Yeah, and she's from England. She's an English actress. I think it's going to be good. Any other thoughts on Power? we to the big one.
2: That's all I got.
0: No, we're not to the big one yet. So next up.
2: She doesn't look like Cat Graham, though. No. You got to chill.
0: She looks exactly like. This is a
2: beautiful queen right here. Both of them and, are beautiful. What and mean? Cat Graham
0: is. You're not about to. You're not about. You're not about to say anything bad about Cat Graham.
2: I'm about to say something really bad about Cat Graham, actually. No disrespect to Cat Graham, though. I mean, she's probably not gonna like it, but listen, <laughs> I don't like. I, but <laughs> over the weekend, I was actually watching Ridiculous. Huh? I just I couldn't stand her being on the screen. She is such a so, I don't know. I yeah. feel like she's one of them type of people that's growing up famous. I don't know. She gives me Kiki uh, Kiki Palmer vibes. Insane. I don't know
0: about it, but we ain't going to have no Bonnie Slander on <laughs> the Bonnie.
2: Who's yeah. Bonnie?
0: That was her character on Vampire Diaries, and she never got the ending she deserved. She just kept getting screwed so hard on Vampire Diaries, and that's honestly why I love Catgrey is from Vampire Diaries. I've only watched her in maybe like two or three other things. Bonnie was bae, so whatever. Also watched uh, I May Destroy You, which came out weeks ago. We caught it. When there was literally like two episodes left, there's how many episodes in that 10? Or 11 episodes of I May Destroy You? Yes, I've lived this uh, On HBO, written, starring Michaela Cole, it's a lot. It covers consent, trigger warning here for sexual assault. It covers sexual assaults. It covers, it covers it from all different angles. It's a great show that should be talked about, watched, and discussed, but... Again, it features sexual assault, so just trigger warning for that. Are we going to talk about that, someone? Do we want to talk about I Made a Shorty at all? Any more than that?
2: It's a sexual assault show. The show is okay. not about anything but that.
0: Yeah. I mean, about, yeah.
2: And, and different ways. That sexual assault occurs.
0: Yeah. That you might not even think of sexual assault. Yeah
2: you definitely learn something. So For some, you, it might be a rough watch, though. Yeah. It was a rough for watch sure, for sure. It's,
0: it, it could be. Again, that's why it go into it gently. But I think even for people who've gone through that, it's a good discussion piece to watch and be able to talk about. So it's definitely something that mothers should sit down with their daughters and girlfriends should sit down together. And men should sit down. And, men should sit down and watch this. I, I position this as women should sit down and watch this and talk about this. But men should watch it and talk about it and we're have these conversations with their sons of why this shit is flagrant and not okay. But there's some definitely. I completely agree. Oh yeah, some conversations to be had for women. Uh, we'll probably deep dive into that more on a different podcast, not this episode. But watch it if you have not watched I May Destroy You on HBO. Wrapping up the HBO love train. What we Wait, can I ask you a question? Sure. Did you like
1: it? Yeah. Wait, are you asking me? Yeah, both of you guys. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was a good show, yeah. I was watching it while it was airing, and I kind of feel like that, that was a different experience. Because it it kind of gave a sense of uneasiness, at least I'd say with those first few episodes. It was like the, what's going to happen? And that's one of the things I don't like about watching shows as they air.
0: Weekly, yeah. Yeah.
1: So you you
0: watched it, lived it, and then had to process it each week. And mm-hmm. had to like live with it. Yeah, that's definitely different from sitting down binge-watching 10 episodes. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I
2: literally sat in the hotel room and watched the entire <laughs> from episode one to eleven.
0: So that's something we're gonna discuss. At, we're gonna talk about because we've, we've we've mentioned this a lot in talking about shows and our feelings on this. Did I like I May Destroy You? It's well, I don't know. Like is I don't know if like is the right word. I thought it's necessary. I'll say that. I think it is necessary. It's a lifetime after school special that should be shown and talked about in high schools. It's the kids. It's a series of kids, basically. The writing's amazing. Acting's amazing. And it needs to be seen. It's definitely something that should be seen. I'll just say that. Did you have anything else for Iron No.
2: I thought that they touched on a lot of things that haven't clearly been touched on in, uh, in today's culture. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different things that, like you said, you didn't even know was, like, sexual assault. There's a lot of things that, um, like, even her best friend, you know, she she has some very unique situations that she dealt with as well, you know. I'm not going to spoil it like we did P Valley. However, you guys should watch this one because, like you said I think um everybody would have a um everybody can benefit from watching.
0: So, the big one that we are now playing catch up on, Lovecraft Country. Episodes 2 through 4 have now been aired, 2 to 4. Yeah, did you not watch episode 4 of Lovecraft when Country?
1: When did it come on? Last week. No,
0: I, I didn't watch it. I could've Well, did. guess what? Welcome to the There Will Be Spoilers episode of the House of Lords podcast. And we're about to spoil that shit for you. Okay, so episode two was Whitey on the Moon. They are inside the house and all hell breaks. That was episode two.
1: Mm-hmm. When they finally get to Artem and they meet the sons of Adam.
0: Find out there's a big cult that the family's arrived to. Whose lineage is this going through? Is it going through the moms or the dads? Whose family is this? Moms. It is his mom's family. Okay, so Atticus' mom's. Family is why this is going. He rescues his dad. Uncle is dead, dead at the end. Letitia died, came back. House blows up. We head back to Shot Town. Music was great in episode two. The music in the show was great, period. Episode three. Letitia owns a house. Buys a house that was owned previously by a racist dead guy that is now a ghost. This is where we get Ghost Ship and 13 Ghosts in an episode. House gets exorcised. It's a Journey small Smollett heavy episode it's good aunt's not convinced that the uncle
1: died the way they say he died because he didn't die the way they said he died they made that shit up which i don't get why they didn't just let her in on it it's not like she was she would have put her in any kind of danger
0: i think she would have been in danger
2: (laughs) i mean i watched it but i don't i didn't have a lot to say about in three two was what it was three
0: so i should just keep going my recap then the way i was going with it please Okay. Episode three. What happened in episode three? That's when they got the house.
1: And then the neighbors were harassing them. Yeah. Because they they moved into a white neighborhood.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get the house. We find out that the blonde sister from Children of the Village of the Damned gave her the money and she bought the house and she told her what house to buy because she wanted something that was in the house. Episode four turns into Raiders of the Lost Ark or Temple of Doom is what it is. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh wait no i did watch episode four then. yeah see okay um it's totally indiana jones
0: they are down there they drive to somewhere to go to a planetarium to get to the bottom of the planetarium just to to get back to the house It's a tunnel that leads them back home to Letitia's house they're That's looking boston. huh they, were in they
2: went to boston i think and then they brought them back to wherever that is ridiculous
0: so yeah everyone went on this car ride polita went on it diana went on this car ride You got the dude who owns the bar or works in the bar or be in the bar, whatever he doing in the bar was trying to just hitch a ride. And he went to the museum. The three of them are in the basement of the museum End up back home. I found it interesting that at the end, when Apolitov was going back home, where was, Oh no, he said he was going, he just wanted to ride. He just needed to ride halfway there anyway. Yeah. Okay. So he was not going to go any further or back, what have you. All right. So that's where he went. Cause I was like, where the fuck did all the boy go? He just disappeared. Obviously we're speed running through this. Why? Armani, you made a great point about the way these episodes are running.
1: Oh, yeah. It's kind of like it's an anthology series in a way. I get that the episodes are connected, but it also feels like they're their own independent chapters with things that these characters are just going through. This show feels very much like it is chapters of a book.
0: Literally is what it is. And we have not, while I enjoyed episode four for what it was, I have to agree with the sentiment of, I'm not, they haven't sold me yet. Like, I'm not completely bought into this show. I love Journey Smollett's character. I love watching Michael K. Williams just because I loved Omar from The Wire and he plays an old black man very well. I like that we're getting little bits of history facts in here because I love history, but comma, I don't know. This is one of those shows where, and this is where this conversation is going to come into play. I don't even know if we really need to even, discuss Lovecraft Country to be honest with you this is a show I would have been okay with getting all of however many episodes released at one time so I can sit down and watch it so I don't have to wait week to week
1: yeah because at this point in the show I'm kind of on the where are we going it feels like there's constant build up but there's no real resolution like it feels like we're just adding more clues but it's Mm -hmm. And there's only going to be 10 episodes. We're not going
0: to care until episode 9. I I don't know if I care (laughs) right now. I'm okay with not watching this until episode 9 comes out again. I don't (laughs) need to watch this episode.
2: I gotta stop laughing on the pod. But it's hilarious because I remember I hate watching the week shows. And especially this and the way that the first episode played out. I'm like, this is gonna be terrible having to watch this week, and here I you go.
0: I disagree, you're right, and this is why I'm having this is why we're having this. So, we're gonna the bigger <laughs> conversation <are happening. laughs> because you did this. And I was like, no, it's gonna be great, and I can't wait. And it's a weekly conversation, and now I don't even want to talk about this shit again, at least not for another x amount of week only because there's
2: nothing there's nothing to talk about i get it what are you watching what's happening what's about to happen where is the there's no cliffhangers really at the end except for when they showed up in arkham in the first episode or Artem in the first episode there's not a lot of cliffhangers i don't know like you said i i guess it's anthology based because you haven't seen Anything that resembles the the episode prior, really. However, the last episode showed you something when the dad killed that girl guy. Yes. And I say it's a girl guy because they said that they have two souls. yeah.
0: Her name that was mentioned, I've heard that somewhere else before. I didn't even bother to go look it up. But I have heard her name mentioned. She is completely, she encompasses everything, both like good and bad, light and dark, male and female. I want to see, I feel like there's like a Mayan or Aztec connection there, I think is what it is. To so like, Google it. I'm, yeah. That's how much I not don't care. And I'm usually one of those people who like, as soon as something historical comes up in a show, I'm like, Ooh, I want to know. Like, I want to know more. Take me down this rabbit hole. I didn't care. And I hate that I feel this way about this. (laughs) Like, I hate that I feel the way I feel right now. It's done very
2: tastefully. It's a very well done show. It's the Jonathan Majors and Letty show. Mm. And I'm only
0: enjoying the Letty part of it. Me too.
2: I mean, no, I'm enjoying the guy. But they are not positioning him as a, you know what it is. It's the fact that they don't know what the hell's going on. So we watching something and we're watching these people not know what's going on and we don't know what's going on. And usually they let us know, one of the two. They either they know what's going on and we don't or we know what's going on and they don't. We have neither.
1: I feel like the trailer for this show initially, too, was misleading because that trailer. Usually you get a trailer for a new show. They kind of give you a rough cover of. The overall season. But the trailer for the show really just covered episode one.
0: And that could have been very intentional. Being that this is a J.J. Abrams, Jordan Peele show, that was intentional as hell, I'm sure. I'm sure all of the things that we are hating right now are intentionally done to get you to come back and enjoy it. Which you should watch every episode. I just don't know if I need to wait a week to watch every episode. I don't need, I don't know if I need that in my life. I don't, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to finish it. I feel like this could have almost been a three-part miniseries. Does that make sense? And I am the queen of I appreciate and bring back weekly the weekly format. I think binge-watching shit has destroyed the way we consume TV. I'm the first one to say that. But, comma. <laughs> Why? I I, I'm a, I just enjoy that old-school format of something, to, of weekly watch. And I think it's because... When you watch so many things, it's like, okay, let me consume one episode of this, one episode of this, one episode of this, as opposed to there's 10 episodes of Umbrella Academy to watch. And now I'm stuck on episode six. There's three episodes of The Boys to watch. And I don't know if I'm making it past episode one. And there's 10 episodes of this to watch. Answer me this. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. You can finish. (laughs) You know what it sounds
2: like? It sounds like your pattern. Uh It sounds like you don't like the shows that are only giving you one episode at a time.
1: (laughs) You don't even like what you're asking for.
2: Because you're not able to binge it all. So you're sitting and you're having to deal with whether you like this thing at this point in the show or not. Having the freedom to watch that show. I understand what people say when they're like, yo... I worked all this time for people to watch my show in a day. Who cares? That's what we'll do in a movie theater every time that they make a movie.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: What they make for two years, Avatar, whatever. Somebody sat down and watched it in three hours and kept them. It doesn't take away anything from the art. Like, give me my 10 episodes right now so that I can watch them and judge them like I did the show that I just watched this weekend. Because it, you judging it based off of one episode is, 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 is right. it could be damaging on the, on the actual show because we're sitting here judging each episode. I don't even have too much, I like I can't even really identify too much from, what is it called? Destroy You? What's it called again? I May Destroy You. I May Destroy You. I can't even remember too many episodes except for the last one that have that much identity the rest is just all stories that happened within the actual show i don't know what episode she hooked up with two guys i don't know what episode i don't know what episode they did all of that and the fact that we're sitting here able to pinpoint yo they did this episode you know the first episode was the racist episode the second episode is when they found out about the cult the third episode is when they were in the haunted house the fourth episode is basically like you said raiders of the lost ark these are all discovery episodes however we don't like it because we don't know where it's going if we knew that we could watch it tomorrow like if we could just keep watching it we wouldn't care where it was going we would be like all right, well right we're about to get there it's a complete different experience when you can watch it all at the same time now i understand what they're doing with the boys but i really don't because again they could have people like you that just watch a couple and be like you know what i'm not watching them like how many people just quit on the show
0: which almost
2: show? like any show i'm talking about when you start a yeah. show how many people just quit yeah it's, very um, rarely you don't just quit not unless it has multiple seasons but like how many first seasons do you like you know i'm not on this
1: show no more
0: i'm really trying to remember the last weekly show that i thoroughly enjoyed and was like oh i can't wait till next week, post game of thrones
1: oh i mean game of thrones was like a whole what 10 years <laughs>
0: Yeah, I understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dexter? No. Sons? Oh, post after Post-Game of Thrones, have we discussed a weekly show on this podcast?
1: Well, it just went off. It's not fair. It went off a year ago. Mm. This year doesn't count as a year. (laughs) This is is, is the longest month ever. (laughs) This year stopped
0: at March. It hasn't resumed Um, pretty much. This is still March. That's a hell of a month to be stuck in March. So random anyway all right well i'm done on my tirade of binge verse weekly it's what we got it's where we're at you could be right i just could not be enjoying some of it. i could just not be enjoying my weekly shows that's not enjoying it. aside from the things that we discussed in depth that we kind of spoiled and the highlight shows did anyone watch anything this week did they have any what's your sleepers
1: for this week i don't know if this would count as a sleeper because i won't say that the movie was particularly good But I watched that movie Cuties that had some controversy on uh, social media. Uh I'd say like two or three weeks ago because of the cover art. But I sat down and I watched that movie last night. Uh And I feel like it's more of a movie parents should watch.
0: Is it 13 Reasons
1: Why? No, it's not 13 Reasons Why, but, like, the premise of it is you have this girl—you have this girl in Paris. She's Muslim, I believe, and she's, like, 11. That's kind of, like, the coming of age. Like, during the movie, she gets her first period, but it's the over-sexualization of young girls— and kind of just how what, they, how what they see plays such a big part in how they act. Because it's basically like she's trying to, she's breaking away from her religion and joining with these girls' dance crew. But the things that they do on that movie, it, it makes you uncomfortable to watch. Because uh-huh. it's like, these are like 11-year-olds. Like, I'm not trying to watch an 11-year-old do this.
0: Which I heard was the point of the movie. I heard Netflix fumbled the ball. With the cover art. Because the French cover art is completely different. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you actually bought this movie. up. So Netflix fucked this up. The French cover art is completely different. Than what they put for the American cover art. Which should not have been the cover art. For any fucking thing. I would not watch anything with that cover art on it. And that's the reaction. The very visceral reaction that they got. From Twitter. We're going to go off of Twitter. The backlash. Why Netflix pulled that cover art. Because it was very explosive of... Kids, very sexually expletive of kids, and it was immediately, what the hell kind of pedophilia movie are y'all fucking promoting? Like, Netflix got a shit ton of hate over it, backlash over it. There
1: were parts in the movie, though, where you were kind of like, what, why? What is, what is this? Mm -hmm. Not gonna spoil it, but it's like, there's one scene where she had stolen a phone, um, and that's what she was using to do all her stuff, and they have this Instagram kind of platform. She just randomly takes a picture of her vagina and posts it on the internet. And she's like, Yeah, you know, they're gonna they're gonna think we're grown now. We're adults, they're not gonna call us kids anymore. And it was like oh, why why did you have to do that? They didn't
0: show that, did they? And
1: they didn't show her like her vagina, clearly showed her going to the bathroom like she, she was sitting on the floor and like she took the picture, like you knew what was going on.
0: Okay, so back to what this movie was meant to be. I think it's what, again, what you said. It was meant to be viewed by adults to have this conversation of, this is what is going on with children right now. Like, this is the kind of shit and the kind of pressure that children are under, especially girls, young girls, because of the age of Instagram and the need to be seen and feel popular and for likes and all that crap the length that young girls not even young girls but grown women are going over going through to keep up or feel like they need to keep up that feel like that need to do that so that's what the move was supposed to be <laughs> i've seen people like tessa thompson spoke out about it and was saying that it sucks because this movie is a really great movie that should be seen but because of the way netflix handled it because the, the lady who created it ended up de- deleting her her social media accounts because she was getting hate and death threats and shit
1: from people who hadn't even watched the movie. I could understand why the, again, I, I it's Muslim, I believe, um community would have an issue because I feel like a big part of the movie touches on how religion kind of... Limits it, girl sexuality? It, it limits it, and it also limits the conversations that are had, and it reworks how... Which is true. How it's... how girls see their sexuality um because there's a part where her mom is basically like you know because her dad went to go get take a second wife mm-hmm. um and her mom was like you know your role in life is to please the man um mm-hmm. and like telling an 11 year old that it's like where do you think that's supposed to mm-hmm. why why should that even be something said to an 11 year old or any age girl but okay
0: all right so that was your sleeper dexter do you have a sleeper for this week
2: i watched i watched uh the majority of for life uh the 50 cent executive produced or i don't know what he his role is and i know that's his show and it's a g unit thing at the end for life on abc have you guys watched Mm-mm.
0: well i'm at the same point that uh in season one so i think it's a
2: really well done show it's i I believe that there's a lot of power when you can make television compelling without having to move into a different setting all the time. This is majority in jail, you know what I mean, and flashbacks, and it's really good. It feels like when you used to watch CSI, Mm-hmm. or something like that, where you have this, you know, you have the big story where because the big story is he was falsely imprisoned, and uh looks like his homies, uh, they both ratted on him, and one of them was an informant, and, you know, he has a ride or die, but her, the ride or die is, she's she's not a, ride or, she's a is she ride
0: or die. No, no, no. She was ride or
2: die, not ride, die, or jail. I understand. She's holding him down. She messes with his best friend, though, so I don't I don't, I don't know how down she really is and how best he is of a friend. However, I think it's a well-done show. I also watched uh, the entire two seasons of The Mayan MC. I'm a big sons of the anarchy guy. However, the first two episodes of The Mayans, uh, when I tried to watch it, when it came on, you know what I mean, weekly... It just wasn't doing it for me. Uh, However, me watching it, watching about four episodes in, you know, you start to get invested in the characters and what the characters are. And it's a lot of intertwined plots, I guess, that make it a real interesting show. I know you've seen it. Armani, have
1: you seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. You did? Wait, The Mayans? You didn't watch The Oh, wait, no, I watched The Mayans. I thought I that we Mayans.
0: talked about The Mayans on this podcast. and I, I was talking about it by myself. Yeah, so <laughs>
2: I've caught up and I see. I have seen The Mayans now. I thought it was a really good show. I want them to come back with some more.
0: Yeah. I don't remember, unfortunately, whether or not we discussed all of Mayans season one and two. Mm. Hidden
1: in these There Will Be Spoilers podcasts. I want to say we stopped mid-season two because that was around when I had like moved out we were trying to watch season two
0: yeah when you grew up went off to college
1: Uh, so no no, that was after (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh, oh i'm i'm sorry dexter were you were you done with your sleeper yeah i'm done okay one more thing i did watch i watched um chadwick boseman's movie a message from the king which was a it was predictable but overall it was a good movie really good
0: okay so, I came prepared with one sleeper and the two of y'all both dropped two. So, I don't appreciate this change. <laughs> this, this unimpromptu change that y'all just did. So, now I feel pressured to come up with the second one, but I only wrote down one. <laughs> so mine is going to be the movie Slice on Amazon Prime. I thoroughly enjoyed that. It is a, I love 80s, cheesy, sci fi bad B movies. I realize that is my sweet spot genre. That's my happy place. That is my happy place genre. And this movie was very much that. It came out last year, I think it was. It stars Chance the Rapper and uh, Zazie Betts, or however you pronounce her name, Deadpool, Domino from Deadpool. Yeah, 80s synthesizer music. It just looked like it was an 80s sci-fi movie. You deal with vampires and werewolves and Who killed this pizza delivery guy? And the town, literally, there are people. There's human people. And then there's ghosts that walk around. There are vampires or witches that walk around. And there are werewolves. So very True Blood, but happy. Well, True Blood had happy moments, too. But just think True Blood, a little more cheesy, campy type thing, this mystery. I enjoyed that movie a lot for that. I appreciated
2: it. Thought it was good. It was funny. Or I don't know. It was interesting. It was good. <laughs> yeah, I was that had- on
0: Amazon. Yeah, it was on Amazon. So I liked. It. I like Chance the Rapper as an actor now. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing him. He played a werewolf in this. Um, that saved the day. Worse. You I want
2: to say- tell people that part. That was the worst part about it.
0: Okay. I was about to say the worst werewolf makeup I've ever seen, but it just goes back to being a in line with being a cheesy bad B eighties. So if you it enjoy- looked like eighties thriller makeup. It did, which was when I think I fell in love, <laughs> to be honest. Like, as bad as it was, I was like, oh man, I'm here for this, so much. Yeah, I only had one sleeper for this week. Watched a ton of shit, but we talked about the most, but yeah. Oh, I, I have a third one. Jesus oh. <laughs> we have more episodes of podcast. Well,
1: okay, this my <laughs> last one. Um, Cause I finally got back into my little anime. Um, I finished three in the season of Attack on Titan, but I watched and finished this new anime called The Promised Neverland. Uh-huh. Where the premise of the show is like these kids These kids are born In this orphanage for the most part And they grow up thinking there's no outside world And they just stay there until A family randomly selects them And then they get shipped out So really it's like a house, a big field around it A forest and there's like one gate They're surrounded by a big brick like wall mm-hmm. All around them And come to find out the kids are actually Being used as like meat For Yo, these demons I
0: am- you about this anime oh i didn't i, I didn't <laughs> i just you watched you it. about this <laughs> i was trying to pinpoint what show this was like two months ago what was it called again the Land. okay yeah i have been trying to find this and they had like the tattoos on their neck of the necklace? i just knew the part about the kids in this place and they were being used for meat. and you were like that sounds like something else and i've been looking for that so
1: i might it's on hbo attempt to watch it it's on hbo english dub it's dubbed? Yeah. OK, I can do dubs. I can't do dubbed. I ain't got time for sub. Um, but it's really good. There's only about 12 episodes. Oh, only. They're, they're like 20 minutes, less than 20 minutes, if you skip the intro. Gotcha. Dexter, do you have any more sleepers you want to add? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, actually.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you? Uh, did anybody watch Class Act Park on HBO?
1: No, yeah.
2: I
0: didn't. <laughs> Tell us about it.
2: Oh, my. Armani, you're in for a treat. The world's most unsafe amusement park ever. It came out around, I think it was like 1986. And basically this was before the industry had safety standards. So he would just come up with ideas. The guy he needed, basically it was a guy. It's a documentary about a really unsafe park that, had plenty of class action lawsuits, but nobody ever really got paid out because they didn't even have
0: insurance.
2: (laughs) They had scam insurance, yeah. But it's one of those things where basically the guy, he had like a ski resort and he wanted to make money when there wasn't, you know, he actually was the first or one of the biggest producers of artificial snow. You know what I mean? Like he was really reaching to try to make sure that He got things filled up in his season. Anyway, so he would come up with ideas of certain things and then just have people make them. They had a a slide, a loop, and people would get stuck on the top of the loop. Or you would have...
0: Slow down. Here's where we need to take a moment. (laughs) Not just stuck in (laughs) the loop. They came out with laceration because the previous person went through the loop and had their teeth knocked out. And their teeth got stuck in the lining. So, people were going through and coming out with lacerations, and they were like, What's going on? (laughs) So, someone went through this ride and came
1: out toothless. And that didn't get this park shut down. I was saying they didn't say anything. They didn't.
2: No. No. Like, and at least
1: what want my teeth back. And they
2: would keep, you know how you go on like a tube ride right now with your, with a raft or whatever. There's water in it, you know, running down the actual slide. This was before they decided to make water run down the slide. So you were just going down the slide and just, <laughs> and it was dark, you know what I'm saying? So they didn't have lights yet. So you would just get banged up and then just hope that you were good at the end. They literally, the people were saying, yo, it would be, it was all about going to Action Park and making sure and just hoping that you didn't get hurt. You know what I'm saying? And then it was run by teens, just like, and I mean, all of these amusement parks are run by teens, but this one, it seemed, it didn't seem to have adults at the top of the, of the chain. It was literally just teenagers running the asylum. You know what I mean? So and mm. then, not only that, it was also one of those places where like, you could just drop your kids off. Everybody would basically, <laughs> Sugar basically, warning. like, yo, hey. Okay?
0: <laughs> What'd you say? That's a trigger warning for Armani. Are you okay? <laughs> A whole summer of her life was spent getting
2: dropped off at Great Adventure. <laughs> and it's 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 one of those one of those. And you would go there and they would this would be the unsupervised place. This is where you could go and it would just be a whole bunch of kids everywhere and you could kind of do whatever it is that you wanted to do. So if you were a badass kid, then you were about to go out there and cause mischief. If you were a good kid, you might go out there and get bullied. Like, it was one of them type of things. If you went out there, somebody might decide to jump you and beat the shit out you. And, like, and nothing would happen. That's the whole thing about it. Nothing would happen in the park because it was run by kids. People, they had people sliding off the slide and just off the slide.
1: (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) it should be noted we're making very light and laughing about this but people people died
2: died. (laughs) yeah yeah people got hurt because mad mad people got hurt people died people died from crunching up against the wall and hitting their head it was all types of ridiculous stuff oh man it was very interesting they had people they had a cliff a, a thing where you could just jump off a cliff
0: you went down and the dude was like and all of a sudden you came out in the light and holy fuck you're in the air
2: Yeah, and then then there would be somebody jumping on top of your back
0: (laughs) because
2: they didn't even have nobody. People were drowning in the wave pool.
0: And they said that the wave pool was murky because of feces blood residue from band-aids because like people would get cut and they would go spray stuff on them whatever that makeshift antibacterial
1: spray see that's why i already don't go to water parks (laughs) (laughs) chlorine kills all that so (laughs) they would clear out
0: the wave pool every so often they would have everyone come out so they could drag the bottom of the wave pool to make sure there was no bodies Just because you couldn't see it you couldn't see if someone drowned Ah. so basically when the wave pool reopened if you drowned in between there and the next check, you were freaking screwed. I just want to mention this theme park was in New Jersey. Everything
1: is legal in New Jersey. <laughs> Boom.
2: <laughs> Yo, that was something else. That, I've watched a lot of TV last week, and that was one of the things that I watched. And boy, oh boy, i I seen some crazy stuff. I I can't <laughs> say no more sleepers. You want to end this? You ready? To <laughs> oh,
1: so,
0: Y'all okay. got
2: stuff to do? I got you. I understand. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No uh, doubt. So that's it of the movie talk. But I feel like we should note a couple things outside of television and movies. One, uh, Xbox has announced the price point and the release date of the Xbox Series S and Series X. It comes out November 10th. And price point is $299 and $499. The $299 model has a 512-525. Feel free not to Google it. Or Google it on your own. It's one and two. It's either 512 or 525 I feel like it's 512
2: Whatever. I'm
0: getting
2: you know, one. Bro, me and you both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting one, just cause
1: The
0: 69 like. is discless, which makes sense because they are selling Game Pass Ultimate. So I don't need a disc for my Xbox. Literally everything I want is on Game Pass. If you own an Xbox, you have Game Pass Ultimate, and that is really all you need. You don't even who buys, you don't need to buy discs for your Xbox. Unless it's your DVD player or your entertainment system. But we're getting to the point where who's buying DVDs anymore? Like we're almost to the who's buying DVD stage of life. Almost You're right. We might just be there. Um, almost. you crazy. <laughs> what was the last DVD you bought? <laughs> Me? Um <laughs>
2: I haven't bought I I think the last uh, D I bought was uh I think I might have bought King Kong. Not the Skull Island King Kong, Naomi Watts and my. Yeah, cause it was a HD D, it's a HD DVD.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: before 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 blu-ray
0: i still am a person who will go into walmart and peruse the dvd section and if there's a good like compilation disc dvd of something that's like five dollars but contains like six movies that i really like i'm probably gonna buy it
1: like yeah, i think the last thing we got was the purge series. we did the purge
0: series i bought true grit the true grit no the mule the mule yeah we bought the mule because cynthia really likes clint eastwood movies fun <laughs> fact
2: <laughs> i haven't even seen that
0: Oh, yeah, she made me buy that DVD. But anyway, so back to Xbox and the discless list system. So, Dislist system is $2.99. The one that comes with the 4K Blu-ray player is going to be $4.99. Game Pass Ultimate is also going to come with EA Play, which, cool. I mean, it's $29.99 for the year for EA Play anyway. I stopped paying for it. Like, I did that for a year, and I didn't see the benefit because 10% off of a $69.99 game is what? somebody
1: 6 Dollars, about so no, seven dollars times FIFA, Star Wars, Madden. Madden, Madden. Harry Potter was an EA game.
0: Is it EA? Is that EA? Or is well, now it's Lego. Oh,
1: <laughs> so now it's a WB game.
0: What other EA games besides those three are people looking forward to? The Sims is Maxis. The Sims is an EA game, so we'll say The Sims.
1: We'll if throw The that in expansion there. packs were on there. I may take back and useless. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah. <laughs> yo i'm with her though i'm with her
0: you do get a discount on dlc so okay
2: okay so i can i can run it down for you so we got fifa 21 mm-hmm. we got nhl 21 ah. we got star wars squadron mm-hmm. we have madden 21 of course We have ufc 4 coming out okay i don't know what rocket
1: arena battlefield
0: so we said star wars oh well, is there more than... No. Is there
1: two Star Wars games coming
0: out? I just... Uh, to... Fallen My. Order is already out, right? Yes. Fallen... Uh-huh.
2: And the Command and Conquer is another movie. I mean, another thing they have. Uh, Need for Speed Heat. That's old, too, right? Yeah. Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. Now they're, about, now they're talking okay. about 20 so titles. Let's
0: just say, all right. So, 59... I'm talking about, but I'm talking about $60 games. So, fifty nine ninety nine times 10% was
2: what? You said 59 oh. times oh, 10%? it's like $7.
0: 7 No, So, 7 times 6 is... Uh, forty two. So, okay, it might be worth it then. I take it back. So, because it's only. Ah, two- that's not each game though. Like I'm not saving forty two dollars on a game. But you're saving forty two dollars in a year. Uh, in in twelve. Okay, I get it. So, uh, that's <laughs> what I'm say. It's twenty nine. EA Play is twenty nine ninety nine for the year. The
2: what does year, it do again?
0: You get ten percent off of brand new games. Oh. That's that's the biggest. On there is a ten percent. And that's what I was trying to find out. The biggest EA releases each year to make it worth buying a year are the the sports games. So NHL, FIFA, MLB, I mean not MLB, The sports games, UFC, those are their that's where they make the money. And if you pre order them, you also get exclusive access to them, I think like ten hours early before release. So you do get early play and you can discount something. So maybe it is worth twenty nine ninety nine a year. Those if are the games that are forty dollars when it. When is when you seen Madden forty dollars? All the time around Christmas.
1: Maybe
2: Madden. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe 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 Madden gets their gets their numbers up because they come out in August. You know what I mean? But if you didn't get an NBA 2K, and I, I know I just switched on to something else, but I'm just saying some a game that I know that comes out or a game like Call of Duty, I don't spend no more than like every time I buy all these games for Christmas every year. I don't spend no more than like $45 on none of them. So you're like,
0: among the adult gamers who don't buy it at really, yeah, I, guess which I, I
2: honestly- It's not a lot of me. There's more of you.
0: No, no. But I was about to say, but I've shifted to the you because I have games that I've bought and still have not- I have games I haven't played that's ridiculous. Like I'm not paying full price for games anymore to not play them until they're on sale. So you do it the smarter way. I mean, I'll get it
2: twisted. I only buy games. I don't really buy games throughout the year. I'm not a whole gamer. So, you know, I'm not usually buying games unless it's around Christmas time. Yeah. And I'm not even buying them for me. I'm buying them for the kids. Now, this year will be different because this year, Your this game. year will be different. I think I'm going to end up buying five sisters here. year.
0: Dang, baller.
2: Well, I mean, because I got to get a PlayStation for myself. My sons want PlayStations. I think I'm going to get an Xbox, and I think I might surprise my son with an Xbox, too. let we'll listen um, to this podcast. <laughs> he ain't listening to this. Yeah, he ain't listening to this. <laughs> However, yeah, I think I might grab him the digital or whatever. That way he can still, like, connect with his friends and the people that he's on. Because my son has an Xbox already, but he's switching. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's our me and my son that did that but whatever we got PS4s but he still has an Xbox he's about to make the move so i don't know i, I don't know how this one is going to be however they already they both got NBA 2K right now and they got it they actually got $100 at him because of the Mamba edition or whatever but okay. normally $40 okay. $45 $50 so, at tops
0: so e- but okay so basically if you are an Xbox user it's just one more selling point for Game Pass Ultimate, which to me was already an amazing deal. There's no arguing against Game Pass at the end of the day. It's an amazing deal. If you have an Xbox, like That's it's the selling point. That's what Microsoft is selling. They're selling Game Pass. So I just said that to say that EA Play, if you are on PlayStation at this point, because Game Pass Ultimate covers PC. So yeah, it's worth the $29.99 a year, if you play those games at release. If you're a person, like you said, who waits till they're on sale, you're gonna save more than your $7 anyway. So it might not even like that might not, that's not a point to make the jump from PlayStation to Xbox, basically. But it's in the features, we weren't even talking about that. So we got price points, we got release dates, we got what they look like, we got their memory sizes. Now we're just waiting for PlayStation to do the same. So hopefully soon we'll get release dates and price points for the two PlayStation 5 models that are out. Put uh, a lot of
2: pressure on your
0: boys. Pressure.
2: Ain't no pressure. Ain't no pressure when you the greatest. Oh, <laughs> they put a lot of
0: pressure on you.
2: Like they like, like we got this solid state drive. We about to put out our, our prices first. You know what I mean? Like but and y'all about to and y'all about to put out a price that's more expensive than theirs. It's gonna be rough. Nah. Um I
0: <laughs> We mean,
2: already have grown-ups that are buying systems, so I think y'all are good. However,
0: also. On the Xbox thing though so there is this Xbox Microsoft all access where you can go into right now it's live in Best Buy but it says it's coming to Target Walmart GameStop I doubt it but it's available in Best Buy you can go in and put no <laughs> money down and you can pay either I think $24.99 a month to $2.99 or $34.99 and walk out the door with no money up front and get you a gen Xbox so
2: Eesh. oh god
0: yeah, you know, they're making that sure everybody gets an Xbox you get an Xbox, you get an Xbox. So yeah, mm. that's an option. That's probably how I'm getting. Them. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not. You know what?
2: Honestly, just, it sounds good. Sounds pretty good to me.
0: Thirty. Yeah, I was about to say I might just get me a Series X if I can do it that way. I'm not dropping five hundred dollars at once. I feel better doing a thirty-four dollars spread out. I won't miss that four dollars a month. Um, I won't even
1: notice. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna
0: feel that. <laughs> And one swipe. That's an amazing idea for people who are going to get approved. And Best Buy approves everybody for fucking everything. So it don't even matter. It's going to be just a matter of first come first serve. Pre-orders go live, I believe, September 22nd. I did not write that down. But somewhere around September after the 20th. Because I know there was a two in that number. um, Pre-orders are going to start for that. So, again, hopefully soon there will be some PlayStation. Because part of that whole thing is who can hold out on releasing their stuff the longest. I think that's corny, quite frankly. Practice. i don't like it i think speed. just give people the price point so they can start saving money if they're going to pre-order it pre-order it earlier rather than later this way you know how many you need to make like don't be happy waiting until the last minute
2: yeah i don't understand the point of uh i don't understand the point of putting out the pre-order thing i don't know it's just like make the system you've had all this time just make the system put the system out let people get over so what you're telling me is that we're gonna be scrounging around for PlayStations this year and they're gonna be selling thousand-dollar PlayStations because no. Can't nobody get one right? Like, no, they're
0: not gonna be. I mean, I think honestly, I think the price point is gonna be the exact same thing I think someone I, I I Think 499 was where it was personally my guess. I don't know shit. I'm just let me preface I don't know anything. I don't know this to be true. This is my personal opinions and thoughts. This is not the opinions or knowledge of anyone at SIE. (laughs) Um, I personally figured that $4.99 was going to be the price point anyway. I don't really think someone is sitting somewhere at Sony like, oh, shit, now we got to lower the price tag. I think these systems were going to be a loss anyway, and they were going to make the money up on the software and the games. Xbox is going to make their money up on Cloud and Game Pass. PlayStation is going to make their money up on physical and DLC. And it's Like that's what, that's been the game. Like that's been the case. It's worked, it ain't about to change. So I think that's gonna take the time, regardless. So I think the prices are gonna be the exact. Now as far as availability, COVID, fucked that, we know that. Like when China shut down and now you can't get parts out, parts made, that hurt, I think. That's, That's what hurt everybody. It's like, oh wait, now we gotta deal with what we got on hand already in March. And I can't imagine it was very much on hand externally because you have to wonder when did they design that physical outside like when was that finalized so when did that body go into play we could have had parts for other stuff but whatever we're not it's that's a lot of technicality so we don't even need to get into but we're going to end this up with call of duty black ops cold war did anyone watch the trailer no i have not watched it yet dexter did you watch the trailer mm, well okay so for those that didn't watch the trailer it's amazing, you can go on to, I think it's Activision Switch or Call of Duty Switch, and you can watch a long stream of an extended trailer that shows multiplayer. You can watch live gameplay that is played on a PS5. When I tell you that shit looks amazing, it looked amazing on my phone. I, was, I wanna watch it on a 4K TV. Looks amazing, it's Call of Duty, we know it's going to be amazing. Couple points that I found interesting about the game. There is a VIP escort mission, which is a new addition to the game. It is a six v six uh, level where one of the players on one of the teams is considered a VIP. So the mission is to one team, your mission is to escort this person across the map to a location safely. Someone plays as the VIP. The VIP doesn't have full weapons ammo, like you get very limited kit and shit. Like you, so you have to rely on your team to protect you. So you have to play as a team, and then the other six people are trying to kill said VIP. I'm looking. That sounds dope.
1: It does.
0: the VIP only gets a kitted out pistol, a smoke grenade, a UAV for Team Intel, and the satisfaction of having up to five other squad mates defend them. That's all you got.
2: That sounds dope. Very dope.
0: It's like I'm looking forward to playing that.
2: Um I wish they'd bring Couch Co op back. Ooh, what? <laughs> I I agree. That'd be dope. No, no, um, this is the this is the technicality though. You can play co-op with Warzone, couch co-op. With, you can play couch co-op with multiplayer, but you can't play couch co-op with co-op. With, yeah, it's
0: with like ops, I think.
2: The, the part that says co-op, when you go click co-op, it goes, oh, no, we don't do that here.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> like, But I just played screen on Warzone, and I don't want to play Warzone, but all
0: right. Yeah, right?
2: Yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> game's going to be $70, right?
0: Yes, uh, for the PS5 version and the Xbox Series S for X version, the next-gen versions will be 79 or 69 and the current-gen models will be 59 So the $10 price difference in next-gen games. But we've already experienced that if you pre-ordered 2K for your PS5, then you already know that. But if you were smart, you would have just brought it on current-gen, and you got a digital code. If you bought the Mamba Edition, you got a digital code for the PS5. Whatever. Um, the other... New thing to Call of Duty that I do like is combined arms. It is a 12v12 battle that combines regular ground battle with being in vehicles. So, oh, so drive vehicles. You will be able to use helicopters, tanks, trucks, um, snowmobiles, and have like real legit firefights using vehicles in them. There is some footage of this gameplay. On that Twitch stream, it's amazing. Those two modes I'm looking forward to. I like the idea of them. Zombies has been confirmed. There is a sneak peek of Zombies, a very short, just it's there kind of peek. One thing I do like, which some people are going to hate, this is going to be either you love it or you hate it. And I'm in the I love it because I'm old genre. Score streaks are going to have cooldown periods. So people can't just spam score streaks anymore. So for those of you who are amazing at running gun and get like, Mad streaks because you kill me like 10 times every time I respawn in the same spot. You can't keep using those kill streaks um, back to back. So that's You're trash. Yeah. Be- <laughs> Which is why I only play spec ops. Play wars. Yeah. So yeah, this is going to be interesting. People are going to hate that, no doubt.
2: They are because they got to do things for make handicap rules. <laughs> Literally have to give you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they got to give you guys. <laughs> Some uh, uh, edge, so that y'all will feel feel like y'all can compete. <laughs> and I'm talking like I'm good, I'm trash too, but I'm not mad.
1: do <laughs> you play Call of Duty? Nah, No. Nah. I suck at online shooting games. I don't have the patience for it.
2: I get that. Now, nah, I mean, most of it, if you don't play all the time, then you probably trash. I'm
1: good at zombies.
2: I'm trash at everything.
0: So, no you're
2: not, that's not. I'm all right, I can I, shoot a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, I see you hold your own on uh, on like, outside of spec obviously.
2: Yeah, All right, me um, and you both, we are holding the team down.
0: I didn't say <laughs> If I hold them down, you mean hold them back?
2: Yeah, holding them, holding them on the ground, <laughs> holding like we're weights. You know I'm saying we sandbags, no water, like.
0: except for on spec ops, we kill it on spec ops.
2: Yeah, we are right on spec
0: ops. All right, so we've covered movies, we've covered TV, we've covered gaming, we've covered anime. Does anyone have anything else that's gone on in the last two weeks that we should mention? We'll talk about new music. What y'all listening to? Mm.
2: Nas. Nas dropped a really good album. Shout out to Hit Boy. Hit Boy uh, did the production on an entire Nas. I like it. I I haven't really liked the Nas album right off the bat the way that I like this one. Nas with good beats. Pretty dope.
0: I've listened to some of it. I haven't listened to the entire album. I do like what I've heard more than the last Nas album, so I would agree. Um, Um, Big Sean came out.
1: That's all I got. Jaden Smith had a new album come out. Uh, which is pretty good if you're into him. What that say? Jaden Smith had a album come out. It was pretty good if you're into that.
2: Yeah, Jaden's nice.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I think that's a podcast.
2: That's a podcast.
0: So until next time, take care of yourselves and be good to each other.